Well, welcome to this week's edition of Life is Better With You In It. I'm your humble host, Jen Kramer, and I want to bring on amazing guests and people who are making the world a better place. They're impacting the community around them, and they're impacting what they're doing in the grand scheme of things. And so I'm bringing on a friend, not not a friend, but I think we're maybe friends now. Her name is Helen, and she runs the marketing for Frowny. So welcome, Helen. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so glad to be here. And we we are friends now. <laughs> All right, awesome. So Helen, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, and kind of give us give us the rundown of what Frownies is, because I'm I'm wearing them. Yeah, I love it. So um my name is Helen, like you said. I have two kids, so I'm a mom. Um we live in I live in Texas, and I have been um a part of Frownies officially in the marketing since 2020, about um, fall of 2020. And I came in originally just to kind of help beef up the social media. I have a background in social media because Mm -hmm. I have also been a yoga and fitness instructor for about 15 years. So prior to being a part of Frownies, I was doing my own online nutrition and fitness coaching. And so with that, I had learned all the ins and outs of social media, kind of became a student of using social media for business. Mm -hmm. And when Frownies was needing to launch into more social media, my mom asked me if I would kind of start creating some content there and get on board. So I did. Um, But prior to all that, I actually was also a special education teacher Mm. for K through six for about seven years before becoming a mom and then transitioning into just the fitness stuff. So I've done a little bit of a lot of different things. Um, But here I am now. I am also the great, great granddaughter of the inventor of Frownies. So naturally, when my mom needed to bring someone in to do more social media marketing, it only made sense that it be someone who knows our story and is a part of the story. So I've been around Frownies my entire life. I mean, my grandmother, uh, don't tell my brothers and sisters, but I'm pretty sure I was her favorite. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm one of five. (laughs) Yeah, I'm one of five and... Um, so I actually, when I was 13, my first job was working at frownies with my grandma, just helping fold and box the frownies and do little things around the office. Um, and then I've gone to trade shows over the years, you know, spa shows and talked about frownies and I've known the conversation and the language of frownies for a really long time. So it was just a perfect fit. Oh, I love that. Okay. So you've touched on a couple of things. And every time someone comes on a podcast, one of the things that they say is that they started in a couple of different roles and then they've landed into something else. So I feel like if nothing else too, in this podcast, it talks about we, there's always these career pivots. And so you start doing one thing, you decide you're going to transition to another. So I love hearing your story and your background. And yes, definitely makes sense that if you've, um, you know, lived and breathed the Frownies brand, that it kind of, you know, goes in. So what are frownies? Like what is on my forehead right now? (laughs) Yeah. So frownies are the original, essentially non-invasive, um, wrinkle smoothing facial patch before Botox and before all the different silicone patches and face taping and things that people do now. Frownies were invented in 1889 by my great, great grandmother. Essentially frownies are unique because they are more of a splint or a cast for your facial muscles. So if you know anything about Botox, Botox paralyzes the muscles. And the idea is that if you 
relax your facial muscles and you stop furrowing and you stop mm-hmm. clenching and scrunching your face, mm-hmm. then the muscles are flat and relaxed. And on our face, unlike the rest of our body, our muscles and our skin are attached. So whatever shape your muscles hold is the shape your skin is going to lay in. So Botox forces the muscles flat and frownies retrain you and retrain the muscles to lay flat. So essentially they're relaxing facial tension, holding the muscles, preventing the movement while you have them on, but also helping bring some more awareness to how much tension you're holding in your face. And again, like I said, retraining the muscles to relax. So you relax and smooth out those muscles. And then you will also see that the lines smooth and soften and go away. That's awesome. I uh, am a huge fan of frownies. And even when I first started wearing them, my boys, I have two boys, they'd be like, so what is on your forehead? I'm like, well, they help like with the lines. They're like, oh yeah, the ones that you have right here. And I'm like, you yeah. don't miss anything. <laughs> you don't miss a beat. I, I call it like my Wonder Woman, especially like uh-huh. when I walk to the bus, I put my hat on and I can still wear them for a while because they do well when you keep them on yes. longer. Um, yes. But it has definitely helped me kind of keep like not furrow so much and like, yes. you know, squint my eyes. I'll wear my glasses a lot more now when I'm working. So I'm not physically doing it. Um, but yeah, I've been a huge fan because I saw an ad on Instagram and then I kept following along and the content was so personable. The content was positive. And obviously, you know, Botox is super expensive. I really didn't want to go that route because of the cost and because of the fact that I was like, if I start this, I'm going to have to keep this up. Can I continue to keep this up? I don't know if I want to keep doing that. I'm, I've had two kids, but really needles are just not my jam. Not my jam. Yeah. <laughs> so this was, a, this was a great alternative. And so you've talked kind of like, you know, about the frowny story, how you've been around for a long time. Um, tell me about this marketing strategy. When you came in fall 2020, we're all living in this COVID world during that time. So, you know, what was your strategy then? And has it changed now? Well, you know, the thing about me is I never saw myself being a part of the business. Mm -hmm. I could talk about frownies with passion, but I think that's just because that's the kind of person I am and that's how I talk. So people would hear me talk about frownies and be like, oh, you should totally be a part of the business, you know? And I was like, no way. (laughs) In my mind, business and sales and marketing felt so gimmicky and just, I wasn't interested. And if you, you know, listen to my background, like I was a special ed teacher and a yoga instructor and a fitness instructor. And then, you know, private like nutrition coaching, like I like doing things with people and I like connecting with people and I like helping people. Um, and you know, also I I never saw myself as a part of the business because social media wasn't a part of business when I was growing up. So it wasn't like I could have made this my dream. It didn't exist, you know? Mm -mm. Um, but anyway, I think that I didn't really come into it with a strategy in mind on how to make it successful. My thing was I had already been doing my own social media and I knew that social media was about being social and about connecting with people. And the social media that I was familiar with was really like personal branding, right? People talk about your own social media is your personal brand. And all I knew was how to be myself and to share the product. So I really came in as if I was on my own social media page. And I just was like, I'm going to tell you about this because I love it and it works. And, and then of course, um, I also feel that connecting with people and helping people and supporting people is really the only way they're going to have a great experience with brownies. They're different, you know, than what we're used to today. They're, they are old school, right? Yes. Um, yes. Now stickers, tapes, all those things are self-stick. You just peel and stick. It's like easy. 
Well, the reason brownies work is because of the way they work, but it's not something we're used to. So I knew if customers were going to get great results, they needed the support. So again, like I said, I didn't really approach it intentionally doing like trying to do something. I just came into it trying to be myself. And like I said, I didn't want to come in and be a marketer. I wanted to just come and be someone's friend, you know, and I wanted to help people. And at first when I started, you know, our social media was very quiet. There were not that many followers. There was not that much engagement. So I just, you know, started out thinking like, well, if someone messages us, we need to reply. We need to help. Like we don't get that many messages. So I'm going to answer this message. Um, But then as it grew and honestly in 2021, um, that's kind of when Instagram reels started. And in 2021 is also when I decided we needed to be on TikTok. So jumped in there and everything essentially just went crazy viral for the whole year and blew up really big. And I started getting hundreds of messages and because sitting there on your phone and typing away responses to people is like, brain melting. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So honestly, out of convenience, I would take walks and I would just answer the messages with voice notes because that was easier. Like I could walk and talk and yeah. it was a lot easier to really explain things and give people the full understanding if I could talk to them. And so it all kind of unfolded. And then I realized like, wow, this is first of all, super effective for customers because we can have a dialogue. So I can really understand what you need and then support you and help you. And then also it's much more convenient for me to be able to walk and do this. And then on top of that, I found that I was falling more and more in love with doing this job because I'm connecting with real people. I was like making friends, you know, internet friends. And it was honestly, there are customers still from my first year, 2021, that we still chat back and forth. I see their stuff. They, I follow their things and I'll check in and be like, Oh, you know, I mean, one girl just the other day, she just finished her degree. And I was like sending her a message like, Hey, you know, I think you're almost done. Like, how's it going? And she's like, Oh, I'm graduating this weekend, you know? And so it's just been fun for me because it's not been like business. It's been like everything else I've done, whether it was yeah. connecting with students, teachers, parents, or connecting with, um, you know, my students in my fitness classes, yoga classes, like I'm still just connecting with people. And then as I've done what I've done, I've realized that there's a strategy that just naturally came out of who I am and how I would want to approach life. And now I do see it as like, okay, this is a duplicatable strategy. And what's so amazing about it is, and, and honestly, I think in the world of marketing, people are trying to make this shift now because with COVID, we all realize people want connection. People are tired of gimmicks. They're tired of marketing. They're tired of being told there's some sort of a miracle product. You know, I was watching a show with my husband the other night and there was like a Nutrisystem ad at the beginning. And they say like, you know, I lost 18 pounds in six days. And then there's fine print on the bottom of the screen that says like, most participants lose an average of six pounds (laughs) over the course of 60 days. And I'm like, I'm not real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm on my social media. I'm like, guys, it's going to take you two to four months to see results. And then people are like, well, how come all these people say they see results in two weeks? And I'm like, 
Well, people do see results in two weeks, but I'm going to tell you the worst case scenario. So you're not disappointed. (laughs) Yes. Like setting that realistic timeline of two to four months, because then you know what to expect and you know how long you have to stay consistent with it to see results. And so I feel like the marketing is honest. The feedback is honest being able to see the reviews. And I feel like when you build that personal connection, when you responded to my message, because I was obviously like, you know, you have to spend a couple of bucks to order these, the shipping, everything. And I wanted to get the rose spray too, because it looked like it worked with, you know, the, these patches. Um, I, when you responded with the message, I was like, oh my goodness, like this is connection. This is real. And I think people are craving it more and more right now, having community, even if it's online. And even though it started out of convenience, I feel like customers probably want that and you'll have customers for life and they'll never forget that. Like I will never forget getting that type of message back. And it's terrible. Even like when I'm on social media, you know, having to type these responses back, I'm like, this could have been just a quick phone call. (laughs) Love it. Well, and I'll tell you, the other thing is, you know, if you really want to build a, a, like you said, a a brand uh, with raving fans and customers who are super devoted, you have to go above and beyond. And to me, there are brands who might go above and beyond in the packaging they send out, you know, you get this box and it's so cute, whatever, and you love it. You're super impressed, Mm -hmm. but you're not connected to a human. Yes. You know, when somebody's upset about something or frustrated or whatever, and I reply back and they're like, oh, it's a person. Mm -hmm. It's her. It's they actually care. It helps soften that. Or like you said, when someone's excited about their results and they get another person to respond and validate that and cheer them on, they feel their, their excitement is, is doubled and tripled. You know, we need that connection with other people. And that's what makes us that's what makes life worth it, you know? And so for me, if I'm going to be in business, I care about business and just making money or whatever. That's not what makes life fulfilling. It's really connecting with people and being able to see like that you made someone's day. Like I love to encourage people. I love to see them like light up and feel excited about something that I've said to them or whatever. And when you hear that voice and you have that human connection, to me, it makes all the difference. So that's something that we have prioritized really at the top of the list in our business is number one, products that give you results for sure, because you got to have a good product to start, right? Because I can't tell you, you know, I can be brutally honest because I already know frownies are going to deliver better than I say. Right. So it's good. It's all good. But then on top of that, it's like, you got to have a good product, but then you have to give people a good experience and a reason to be connected to you because otherwise there are other brands that will come along with similar products. And it's kind of like, why should I buy from you? Mm -hmm. Well, because I'm going to support you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be there along the way when you need something, you don't just have to, you know, send an email and hope someone responds or try to figure it out with just a chat bot or, you know, whatever. So I love connecting with our customers. It's my favorite thing about what we do. And the the truth of the matter is social media is social, right? Nobody really gets on social media because they want to see ads and have products sold to them. Yes. They get on social media because they want to connect with others. And so as brands, that's what has to be the priority on social, you know? Mm -hmm. So. I think that um, having that story too, you tell such a good story and it's such a consistent story that I feel like you're able to tell it again and again. And you do know that it works. You do know that it delivers the products. And so I feel like having a great story to tell 
is like fundamental to marketing. And so did you all have like a, do you have a strategy now? And, and what kind of tips would you give someone who's in marketing right now that wants to set themselves apart? Like I think about my listeners who may be business owners, they may be in marketing, they may have some effect or they want to get into it or they're their own personal brand, right? My own business is a recruiting business. I'm typically a one woman show, but people always come back because they crave that partnership. So what would you tell someone who's just starting out and what's your strategy? Yeah, well, I would say number one, for most traditional marketing people, there will be an element of needing to set aside your pride about wanting the branding. And by branding, I mean colors, fonts, high execution, high, um, you know, quality HD video, like, you know, what we're used to in like television commercials where it's so perfectly done. Yes. Um, there's a well little maintained. bit of, <laughs> yeah, need to let go of that a little bit. Now, obviously there are brands where that's still going to be the thing, you know, like Louis Vuitton, a luxury brand or something like they need to stay in that lane. That's why yep. pe- people are are going there for the status and and whatever. But if you just have a product or a service, what's the most powerful thing is real authentic testimonies because people yes. are at the place where they feel like everything every everything is packaged and I mean even UGC creators are paid to essentially be actors and say they use something and that it works great. So if your marketing or your ads or whatever come across as paid actors, it's not going to work. It doesn't matter the how pretty your font is and how perfect your colors are and how high quality your sound is in the video is not what's going to sell your product. It's not what's going to make people stop scrolling and listen. What's going to make people listen is authenticity, something that seems like a real person who's genuinely sharing an experience rather not just seems like something that is a real person sharing their experience. Um, and if you have high quality and all that too, great, but that's secondary. You have to have real, true, authentic testimony and results shared. And I think that you have to build trust, right? People like to buy things from someone they like, know, and trust. Yes. Well, like know and trust most, all day long. Yes. All day and, long. So my, honestly, I mean, you can see for us, I think most brands need to get their founders or their owners or whoever is the visionary and has the passion for the brand. They need to get themselves on camera. And if they're not comfortable, then they need to start. And the only way to get comfortable is start. You know, you have to put your face out there because no one will ever be as passionate about your product as you. I mean, or your customers, right? So, but you got to build a culture where customers are sharing and where customers are talking about it. And you've got to give them such an amazing experience that they want to talk about it, right? We, our story is filled every single day with people tagging us and mentioning us and going on and on about us and not just the products, but about their customer service experience, about the fact that they got a voice message and they got help and they got support because they're not getting that from other businesses. So if you yeah. want to stand out, you've got to do things that other businesses aren't doing. You've got to actually support your customers. You know, I think the idea of like customer service is usually like a low level position where you know, any old person off the streets can get a customer service job. 
But how many times have you talked to someone in customer service and felt so frustrated because they didn't know, they didn't have the answers, they couldn't actually help you. They were just a body standing in place for you to talk to, but it didn't really resolve the the issue. And for me, I would say we are looking for our highest quality people to be in our customer service positions because I don't just see it as customer service. It's really an extension of everything I do on social media. When they're answering questions or they're helping people, they're answering for me. Mm -hmm. And I want them to give the answer and the experience that I would give if I could sit one-on-one with every single person. And even still, I, even though I have girls who help me with that, I still like this morning, I took a two hour walk and I answered 65 messages myself with voicemails because one of my girls is on a baby moon right now. And Mm. so she usually helps out, but every single day, there's not a day that goes by that I don't answer at least some of the messages. Um, because I need to stay connected to my customers too. Yes. The I best way to probably stay close to them. And yeah. like, you kind of have a pulse on the business, exactly. on the consumer. Exactly. And I've, I don't think there's ever been a time where I've called a cut because I'm kind of a talker, right? Um, I like to talk. I love to have good conversations with people, sometimes over a glass of wine or a Starbucks, but I will call. And if I'm trying to talk to someone on customer service about a bill or a product, zero, 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 zero. I just want to talk to someone. And then they're like, oh, let me help you like try to talk to somebody. I see you want to talk to someone. I'm like, zero, 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 zero. Like, let me just get on the phone with someone so I can explain like, because I feel like too, probably it sounds like you're a great listener. And so you can kind of listen to people, understand what they want and be able to respond in a very personalized way that like is totally in line with like what you guys do for marketing. It's been remarkable to watch. Well, and the fact of the matter is, is while, you know, you might feel some brands might be like, oh, like that's not cost effective. The reality is one person on social who reaches out to me and maybe has 25,000 followers that are super engaged. If I give them an amazing experience, they're going on their social and they're sharing that. And then they have people who will then share that. Like you're, you just have to realize the value of um, I don't know if you know Gary Vee, but he's like one of my yeah. favorites. I'm like, what is my marketing strategy? Whatever yeah. Gary Vee says to do. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> Love um, that. No, I just, I love his approach, but he had a video the other day where he was talking about Taylor Swift and he said she, he's, his, I, his whole pr- premise was scale the unscalable, mm-hmm. meaning like you wouldn't think that it's possible for a brand like us that has grown to be able to answer every single message, every single comment with voice notes, with personalized support and all of that. Um, but kind of the same, like Taylor Swift, he was saying one of the things that makes her so magical is like, she'll actually reply to people or she's gone. Somebody's, you know, people have asked her to come and sing at their wedding and she's done it a few times. You know, it's like Wild. she's doing things that mm-hmm. you d- you would say like, well, surely she can't do that. Like Taylor Swift would never do that. Well, she did. And people love her for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like for us, I will always put myself in front of the customers, be available to the customers because even if you don't talk to me every time, you know that if you need me, you can. And um, you know that we care that much. You know, there's some brands now that I do this, there's some brands that I love their products, but I have shared and tagged them so many times. And I just get a thank you in reply. And I'm like, I know I have sent so many people to buy your product Uh and that's Uh it. Like I, and I basically, I'm like, I have no brand loyalty to them. I love the product, but if something comes along, that's a dupe, that's cheaper. That's just as good quality. I will use it instead because I don't know them. I don't know their story. 
no human has ever talked to me. So it doesn't feel like I'm betraying anybody to, to go somewhere else and use a different product. That's the same, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas it I sounds like, a, it, it sounds like you guys take kind of this humble approach. Like we're not too good for anyone that we can't right. give like a personalized response. And even Taylor Swift showing up to somebody's wedding. Right. What a great marketing approach, but probably shows that she genuinely gives a shit about. She's people. a human. Yeah, exactly. she's a human. Yeah. She's not just doing it. And that's the thing. She's yeah. not just doing it as a marketing thing. She's doing it because she's a person too. And how good does it make her feel as a human to like go and like totally make someone's whole life? You know, yes. like, if you could <laughs> show me talking about that, <laughs> like, you know, you change that person's world forever. Yeah. And if you have the ability to do that, that's what life's about. Like if I can send a few voicemails while getting some steps in <laughs> big, like, great. I actually, it works for my favor because like I take longer walks and get more steps because I'm not just walking around staring at the trees, you know, which is great to do too. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I love the ability to leave people a message and it makes their day and they're so excited. And then, you know, then they're excited the next, when they get results, they want to send them to me because yeah. I helped them. Yeah. And now I have before and after pictures and then they like, yeah, please share them. It's like, it's one of those, like give paying it forward. It's like, I'm going to do this for you because I want to support you. But yeah. I know when I do that, you're going to give back and then I'm going to give back and you're going to give back. And so it just makes life worth it, yeah. you know? And, and I think, I think you have to set aside just business and making money and you have to focus on also quality of life and quality of life within business. Being able to help people is what makes it worth it. Absolutely. I think your your overall approach, right, I think is personalized service. It sounds yes. like having that connection, yes. being humble in your approach that you're not too good for everyone. But I think you've also created this culture of the willingness to share and collaborate because people do want to share results, right? Like mm -hmm. I felt comfortable enough because you responded to my voice message. I felt comfortable enough to be like, here's a picture of my forehead. Right. <laughs> which I've never done that before to anybody, but I felt comfortable enough to be like, here's what like my forehead looks like. This is what I think I need. And then you kind of walk me through the purchase and yeah. you know, you can upsell me or I'm just going to be encouraged to buy more because I'm like, I really like the service and this approach to your marketing you know, plan. Right. Well, and to your point, it's funny because a lot of people, when they send pictures, they are like apologizing. I'm so sorry. I, you know, this up. is the weirdest picture of me. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, this isn't a weird picture. This is what these pictures look like. Every mm -hmm. single person who messages me every day sends me these same pictures. Like, don't apologize. <laughs> I love, I love that culture of community. And so, okay, we've talked about kind of you guys' marketing approach for Frownies and how you reach your customers, build that connection and kind of part of your marketing plan. And so you hinted on the fact that you've got a team. So how many are on your team? What does that look like? And when did you realize, hey, I think I need a team of people so that way we can respond, right? Because yeah. if you kind of blew up overnight, like what made you say, all right, we need to find some people we can trust to respond on our behalf. Yeah. Well, like I said, in 2021, we pretty much went viral the whole year. Mm -hmm. um, so my husband and I came in to do the role of marketing. Okay. I was the full content creator, social media builder, but he was setting up paid ads. So like behind the okay. scenes, plugging in the numbers, knowing how to use like meta business suite. I don't do yes. that. Yes. He does that. But with ads as well, then you're only producing more comments and more messages, right? So mm -hmm. um, how did we know we needed a team when 
we were pretty much every single night, all day, every day, from the time we woke up to the time we went to bed at midnight, answering comments and questions, questions, sitting on the couch together, never doing anything other than that. We knew that we can't do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then also it was like, how am I going to create the content that brings in these messages and comments? If all I'm doing is sitting around answering messages and comments, like we just created a firestorm of customers saying, help me. What's this? How does that work? I needed, you know, questions and answers that people needed to know before they were ready to purchase. So when that all happened, I was like, okay, I've got to get someone to help us. And the funny thing, my husband, actually, he was helping me first. Like he was responding as me, like, because we would sit there together and he's like, does this sound like you? I'm like, yep. Great. (laughs) Love that. That's a great Um, team. We were doing that together, but then I don't know. Let's see. It was probably... Um, it, funny enough, a girl who's a customer messaged me on Instagram one day and was like, any chance you guys would be hiring for anything with customer service? And I just looked at her story and I was like, I get a good vibe about you. Like, mm-hmm. let's do an interview. Mm-hmm. And so we did. And she was the first person I hired. And she is like amazing. Greatest. I've told her like anything I ever do ever. Can you always work for me? Because I just, I would use you in any role. Like you're the best. She's I amazing. Um, so she came on as a part-time person. And I think that was in, um, 20, actually, oddly enough, I think it was in 2022. Yeah. Cause she's been with us almost a year and a half. So I, for about a year, like killed myself. Yeah. It sounds like it working like crazy. Um, mm-hmm. so I should have brought someone in sooner than that, but you know, I think in some ways I was a little protective too, because this to me was the most important thing. I wanted customers to feel so valued and I wanted them to have like above and beyond the best service ever. And I wanted them to get the right answers and the right responses. Cause it was like, I'm surrendering my voice to whoever this is going to be and, and my reputation. Like this is my brand. I, I need this to be good. I was very protective. And so anyway, when she came along and she started, Um, And about a month after her, I, so she started part-time. She only wanted part-time about a month after her, I hired a second person who's full-time. So I had about one and a half people helping me do all of this. And then as things continued to grow through 2022, um, I ended up bringing on another part-time person at the end of 2022. And then at the beginning of this year, 2023, I brought in another part-time person Um, and then just about a week ago, I brought in a full-time person. So up until now, let's see. So four, I had four girls, one full-time, three part-time who were just helping with responding. And then as things grew, there was like, they started helping with some customer service emails and responding to reviews and, but all within that same realm of, of a job. And then just now I finally hired more of like a full-time kind of like, executive assistant, administrative assistant, social media manager person to help do a lot of the things that I now have on my plate so that I can get back to more creating content and more, you know, serving the customers through the video content and the lives and the podcasts and the things like that. Cause no one else can do that, but a lot of other people can set up the affiliate program for me and manage the meetings and the things that are happening. And, you know, so it's kind of managing my own schedule, my own calendar, my, all of the things, and then trying to implement, you know, um, subscription services and emails and this, and, you know, just so many things. So there are people obviously in the rest of the business, there's a lot of people who do other jobs, 
but on the, in the realm of social media, it's really just been, um, me with all the content and then a couple of girls helping in the customer care. So, so I'm curious when you, when that person reached out the first one, what, um, what was it about her? Or maybe was there like a question that you asked and you said, yeah, this person is it. Like, how did you know that you could trust that person with your voice? And this is for all the listeners who do hiring as well, right? I think about the hiring mindset and how a recruiter would find someone for your voice. So how did you determine like this person's it? Uh, So she initially, I got connected to her because she shared about frownies on her story. So I watched her talk about frownies and how much she loved them. Mm -hmm. And she was super kind and sweet and just genuine in her own story. So then I'm like looking at her social media. And so honestly, like your social media, if you have social media, it is in some ways a better resume than even your resume. Cause you get mm-hmm. to experience someone, especially because I'm hiring someone remote too, right? Like she mm. doesn't live here. I didn't meet her in person. Um, and her presence and her spirit was just genuine and kind and helpful. And she talked about my product and she had the right answers and she explained it the right way. <laughs> so awesome. like, I won't have to train you from nothing, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I wanted someone who was already in the frownies ecosystem or the frownies fam, as we kind of say. Um, so as I watched her story, it was so great. Just as a customer, I reached out to her as I reach out to everyone. And I thanked her for sharing. And I just was like, you know, I really appreciate you sharing and just like I do. And that's when she replied back and was like, well, you guys have any part-time? And, and then I was like, well, you're wonderful. So let's talk. And so then we did the interview, obviously through the interview, I came to understand like that she's very organized and she has some experience with different businesses, you know, professional roles, um, handling different things. And so I kind of knew, okay, she's responsible. She knows how to use these kind of tools or whatever. But the biggest thing for me was what kind of a person is this and what kind of an experience would a customer have with her so that I could see via her social media and her interactions on her stories. And so that was really a big thing for me, especially because I'm looking for someone to be in social media. It's like, how do you come across on social media? That's what I want to see. So Oh, I wrote down experience someone. And so for those that are in the social media and marketing space, thinking about you and how you present yourself and the resume, right? I'm a recruiter. And so I review resumes every morning around five o'clock in the morning over coffee. And so I'm experiencing someone. So I feel like that thought is going to going to stay with me today as I think about how people experience all brands, right? My own company and other, other brands. And I think other businesses can really take into consideration how someone will be experienced through their social media media page, experience someone. How do I experience someone? Wow. I love that. Okay. So you kind of have heard it first from someone who is in marketing, has built up a brand, now has a bunch of people working remotely that she trusts to talk about her brand. And so Helen, thank you so much for your time with our listeners today and talking about your brand and building that connection. And I think um, a lot of marketers can take away some, some good content from today. Thank you. 
You're welcome. All right. Well, you've heard it first, listeners here. Life is better with you in it because we need you. We need people like Helen who are providing that authentic voice because there is no replacing human connection. And even if we're in the social media world to be social, that's what we're there for. We want to have that human connection. We want to be able to experience someone. So go experience someone today and uh, life's better with you in it. Thank you.